Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. Today we are here recording episode 70, talking about slang and music. And I'm also going to be quizzing Jared later on some musical terms to see if his piano teacher has been teaching him what he needs to know. So all of you will be able to learn some new musical terms and some slang terms we use in different genres of music. So it should be a fun episode. As you have probably been able to tell from our YouTube channel and from other things, we are definitely music lovers or audiophiles here at the Untranslatable Podcast. So we are thrilled to bring you this episode today about different slang terms and musical terms. So should be a great episode. And without further ado, my buddy Jared, or a.k.a. Ronaldinho Jr., what's going on, Jared? Hola. Uh, first question right off the bat. When you say musical slang terms, do you mean slang terms used in music or, mus- or slang terms that have derived from music? So words that started in music and are now slang terms. Yes. Okay, then I guess that's. <laughs> I mean both. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. All right. Just curious. Just for my uh, just for my own clarification. Hey, everyone. You should uh, spread a little love and follow us on Twitter. Untranslatable one, the number one. You should also uh, follow us on Instagram. Untranslatable podcast. It's pop popping. It's a snow day here in Philadelphia. I got sent home early. My boss looked like he was so ready to get out of there. He we had a we have a <laughs> nice. meeting every morning, and he was saying first drop first sight of snow, and I'm out of here. And he was not lying. Um, that would not fly in Michigan. Just saying. Oh, I know, dude. I see some of this. And I, I, obviously, I go along with it because it means leaving work. But I see some of this. I'm like, you guys are pathetic. Like, if if we if we reacted like this in Michigan, nothing would get done. Oh, there'd be no work. No, never. never. It's it's really pathetic. It's it, it's. Oh, I'm gonna need to make a loud noise because I forgot to turn off my speakers like a professional. And that's gonna happen. Uh, yeah. It's all right. Extreme close up. It's all right. <laughs> it's uh, it's just a level of uh, of it's 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 so funny to me. But uh, I I'm okay with it. And if you see on our Instagram, you'll see the the amount of snow. It snowed not that much. And I looked outside right before we started. It's around four o'clock now, and it's already done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Hey, at least we're here doing the pod. That's true. That's true. Don't tell my uh, <clears throat> anyway. Um, and also email us, um, untranslatable podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can tell us some untranslatables, especially some Czech ones. Chad is struggling for them. He is scraping the bottom of the barrel. I, I, you know, I, I'm nice, so I haven't said anything, but his untranslatables have been garbage lately. <laughs> That's not true. That these are well, a lot of them are similar, similar to English, you know? I kind of like that though. I I I'm just, I was kidding by the way. They're not garbage. Please, this is spread a little love. This is time to spread a little love. This is not time for this. You can also spread a little love and tell Chad how great his untranslatables are through five star reviews. Five stars. Also, great podcast. Also, that's it. Or I would five like stars. to give anything. a shout out to. Do you can you pull up our Twitter real quick? Uh, sure, 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 sure. And that comment you sent me earlier that was fantastic. I gotta say. I've been I've been feeling myself with my check. I've been getting a lot of compliments from people here, mm-hmm. and that just kind of you know <laughs> stoked my ego a little bit more. So I would like to give them an early shout out. Do you even know who this person is? I do not. You're you're our Twitter guy. Well, yeah, let's be honest. You're true. pretty much our everything guy. But the- <laughs> you're amazing. But still. But I mean, I, this is just, I mean, I'll, we'll give them a shout out. I'm already here, but I assume it's just some stranger. It's 
That's never going to hear this. That's the only reason I, I say that. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but I've got, uh, I've got he, faith, Jared. I've got faith. But it's a good person. And uh, so I, I had a clip that, what was the clip about? Do you remember? I mean, I can just I, play I, a little I, bit of it. It's right here. I don't even remember. Oh, I remember what it was. You were in the grocery store. And <clears throat> go in there. I bought a belt. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, Not and the grocery store, at the Levi store. Yeah, you were turning a belt, my belt. She said she didn't speak English, but she did. And you're talking about, uh, um, I mean, I could just play it as 30 seconds, but I don't like, to, there's something about playing a clip of us on our own podcast makes me want to shoot myself in the face. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like academics <laughs> citing their own stuff. <laughs> you know, like I, I always felt weird about uh, that when I was in grad school and they were like, Citing themselves in an article. <laughs> they do that? I mean, I guess, of course they yeah. do. But I mean, right. in, in, a, in a way, they're, they're allowed to do that because, like, it's of course. these are proven studies. Right. But it, yeah, is, yeah, it does sound, it, it always, obviously, it sounds interesting. So this is what he said. This is, it's Rises, X underscore Rises. For all we know, uh, it's uh, actually, no, never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. That's terrible. We, uh, <laughs> we in parentheses, checks are just really careful with other languages. And if we are not confident enough, we just say we can't speak at all, just the way most of us are. Also, your check is actually pretty good. Uh, so there's a, um, you know, spread a little love. I, I, didn't, I didn't really mean to hit that, but I, I just almost kind of freaked out because I didn't know what to hit. There's a little uh, for you because apparently uh, some random stranger said your check is good. Um, there we go. And also, it's kind of validating in the sense, because you said this when you first got to the Czech Republic, that, um, that uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah, that uh, Czech people, even if they can't speak English, they'll say they don't, which is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Or she. Yeah. But, it's true. Yeah. It's true 100%. And, uh, and so uh, th there's a little double validation for you. How's that feel, Chad? It's great. Feels Can great. Can you sleep and easy got, now? I, that's right. <laughs> I've got to say, man. So, so for all of our listeners out there, I was sitting in the pub in my favorite Czech pub in Komutov. It's called Chikarna, and I was there with my friend George or Yirka, as they go by here in the Czech Republic. And uh, we were sitting there, and there weren't any open tables. So there were these two older Czech dudes, and my friend George asked them if we could join them. So we sat down, had some beers. And we were sitting there, and then this guy came up to us, super friendly, and it turns out it was his name day. Do you know what name day is, Jared? Mm, I do not. So name day is Who a specific that? day in the Czech Republic where whatever the day it is, everyone has a name day, right? If you have a Czech name. I don't have a Czech name, so no name day for Chad. Mm. Sad day, but no, na and no name names. day for Jared either. <laughs> um, but what about anyways, it was... <laughs> also not charged we'll have to make we'll celebrate our own name days when you come visit uh, yes. that's what we'll do that's what we'll do go yes. up to random people and be like it's our name day they'll be like what are your names chad and jared they're uh, what? <laughs> what don't worry Those about real names name day. <laughs> right exactly but so this guy's name was olda and he was super friendly i would oh no he told me he was 60 and he was super impressed i could speak very basic czech and it blows my mind that I am still a beginner level Czech speaker and how many compliments I get, the fact that I can occasionally string together a sentence. Yeah, but I think like if you, I understand that, but I think you, maybe you should look at it from this angle and appreciate the progress you've made from zero to where people can actually understand phrases from you. And that's true. Five Good months. point. 
That's true. I guess spread a little. I love. guess I just had. I guess I, I just really had wear on that uh, drop different out. expectations. <laughs> hey, you know what? Here at the Untranslatable Podcast, we're advocates for laid back vibes. Uh, that's true. And also spreading spread a little. Spread a little love. love. So nothing wrong with that. Also, <laughs> slipping on gator piss, I think, is another slipping thing on gator piss. <laughs> but that's uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but anyways. Um, yeah, you're right, though. You're right. But I guess I just had very high expectations when I came here. I wanted to... Honestly, I think my check would have been better by now had I have really taken it upon myself to spend like 20 minutes to an hour every day studying it, learning it. But it's good enough where I can somewhat communicate and I understand a lot more than I thought I could. And so he was telling me a lot. And I had an epiphany yesterday, by the way. I had meant to tell you this uh, when we recorded. And so I was, at, I was at choir. And dude, my check numbers are getting really good. Oh, nice. Because, because now, so I used to sit by my mentor. And she would translate things, tell me the titles of the songs, mm-hmm. everything else. Now I sit by all the dudes because I'm a bass. And my mentor's a woman. And she's, a, she's an alto. And so we don't sit together anymore. So I'm in the back with all these Czech guys. I sit by this really awesome guy named Pavel, and he's a doctor, really, really smart guy. And we were doing these, we were learning these new songs, and he was telling me the numbers in Czech, and I got them. I was really surprised. Uh, what numbers were, the, what were the numbers that he was saying? So, so I have a choir book with, I would guess there's got to be at least 50 pieces in there, somewhere around there. So the numbers go from one to mm. in the upper 90s. I gotcha. And so so it was just cool that they would say the number and I could turn to the page. Yeah. It wasn't even saying the number, oh, what, what, what's that? What's, yeah. I just turned to the page. Um, and there were a few times where we were rehearsing a new song and uh, our music director would say, okay, go to, go to like bar 14, bar 22, whatever. And I was even telling Pavel, no, it's this bar. So it was really cool to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. See, I think you got to give yourself a little more credit. That's true. And uh, but any- it's you know, and it's not like you're you know. I, I understand how you wish you could like uh, learn more, be more active at learning it. But it's you're, it's not like you're not keeping yourself busy. I, I I think if you're still you're still immersing yourself in the culture and 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 doing things. That's true. And this is a better way to learn it anyway than, what, sitting and reading some book? Who wants to read books? Good point. Right. It's better to just go to the pub. Many (laughs) freguista. And speak some Czech. Exactly. That's what I did today. And anyways, what I meant to say, though, too, with this Olda situation, this guy that has his name day, was kind of strange, a little funny, and a little nice at the same time. So Czechs generally are somewhat reserved. I would say they're a little more open at the pub. And especially here in Khomutov, a lot of people know each other. So it's not uncommon to go to the pub and, and, you know, it's a social place. So it's not out of the ordinary to talk to people, even if you don't know them very well. Well, this older guy, though, he was from Carlo Vivari. And uh, check out some of our earlier episodes uh, if you want some information about Carlo Vivari and mm-hmm. our Instagram for some pictures. And uh, it was really weird, though, man. He was talking to me, asking me all these questions. And dude, every time he would like cheers with his glass, right? And then I don't know why, but he would like leave and he'd shake my friend George's hand and he'd shake my hand and kiss me on the cheek or on the forehead. Oh, 
Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, dude, you? what are you doing? Yeah. 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 I mean, George was across the table, so he had to reach to shake his hand anyways, but still, uh, it, it was a little weird. He likes I've, and it was really funny. I was talking to my friend George and I told him, I was like, look, man, had you have told me yesterday when we planned to go to the pub together that a 60-year-old Czech man would be kissing me on the forehead and on the cheek, <laughs> I would not have it's believed you. It's your lucky you. day. <laughs> I, I guess Was so. Was he a good-looking guy? No. No? No. Not your type? Um, no. And the, the funny thing was the, the older Czech guys that were sitting at our table, who were not older, uh, told me, they told George first, and he was laughing, and he translated for me, and, uh, and they told him, yeah, you might want to go take a shower when you go home. Oh, my gosh. What is happening here? So, so yeah, what the hell is happening? But I I don't mean to spook you, Jared. But when you come visit, I'm taking you to this pub. (laughs) I don't think Olda will be there because he's from Carlo (laughs) Vivaldi, and I doubt he'll be there. But it's fuck off of me, man. (laughs) Right? Um, But it's to me, it's the most authentic Czech place. And you've told me about this place, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We talked about it. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's great. It's great. I mean, you get your beer. When you have that much left in your in your glass, they bring you a new one. Right. It's amazing. You don't even need to ask for it. Yeah. And they have amazing sausage, klobasa, as they call it here. I had one earlier. It was delicious. Sausage with bread, two slices of like a like a darker bread, and then mustard and horseradish. And it's amazing. Okay. So that sounds good. I'll uh So we'll I'll... we'll check it out. So uh speaking of which I have officially booked our uh, our hostel. It is in the books, and I I was thinking as you were talking about this, about going back to your place. Well, we'll start by saying, well, yeah, okay. So we're gonna be in Berlin until Tuesday. That's when our mm-hmm. where our thing is booked, and then we're going to Prague from there. Yep. Okay, just making sure. I was just a. Uh... We can. Uh, I, we we probably should because. Uh, yeah, because as you point at me, uh, we uh, are my buddy Don, uh, who was a pre oh, and actually who just sent DM, I literally looked at my phone as I was saying this, and he DM'd me as I was saying this. Nice, there you go. Uh, let me turn off my you betcha. He knows. Put my Don, phone. Don in, knows. Put my phone in airplane mode, so I don't have to see that garbage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be joining us for part of the trip to in Prague. Well, for our time in Prague, not in Berlin, because his girlfriend is working in Ireland, and apparently, uh, he invited himself to stay with her for three weeks, and then he invited himself to join us for three days. Uh, it's the go. rule of threes. So I think that also means someone's gonna die. I think that's how that works. Um, <laughs> let's hope it's not us. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, you betcha. Uh, let's really hope that. Um, so yeah, Don's gonna be joining us, and um, uh, I don't want to like say I'm nervous because I'm not nervous, but I think it'll be an interesting dynamic. He's also never been to Europe before, by the way. It'll be a big change for him. Big adjustment. Yeah. Uh, it'll be good though. I think it will be fun. We'll we'll have a good time. Um, are you are you concerned? And this might be a hundred percent me projecting. Are you concerned with him being a say, for example, American? If you know Ooh. what I mean. I know, I do know. You you, <laughs> you mean that American tourist? Yeah. Don, Don's a uh, he's a um, he's a he's a uh, 
he's a loquacious guy, you know. He likes to. Uh, he's a very Ooh, sociable. That's a good word. Uh, thank you. That that's a, a real good word. You betcha. <laughs> that was a uh, a five dollar word for a backhanded compliment. <laughs> there, you, there you go. There you go. I mean, here, here's the thing. Though, I'm actually Jared. not There's... even concerned about like about like being subtle because he's not like he listens to this anyway. Uh, I think he does I, once in a while. I I but... don't think he listens to any of it. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll find out. If you get a message from him, that's let true. Me know. I guess we'll see. Let me know. No, actually, um, prove it in the five star reviews. <laughs> that's true. Majolsta. Anyways, I mean, here, here's the thing, though. In Prague, at least, there's so many Americans, he won't even stick out that much. Mm, okay. That's now, a good point. Now, if he comes with us to Komutov, because I told him we were coming back. Also, do we want to, when do we actually want to come back to my place? That's the thing. For for a second, it seems like we might not be able. Like maybe I should have. Maybe we should should do Berlin until Monday. Mm-hmm. That and then go to and then go to your place for a night. We we could. Can you could you contact the hostel and and get oh, us out a day earlier? But I, I I don't know if it's actually gone through or anything. I mean, they might be. You could just tell. You could even tell them. Look. You know, our, our travel plans have changed. We we need to leave a, a day earlier. Or we just go to Prague on Tuesday. I mean, we don't have to come to Komutov. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, I would love to, I would love to show you Komutov, and it would be a great time. But we don't. Or we could just come back for a little bit. Um, you know, we could leave Prague in the morning. Stay in come Prague back, for a night here or for something. We, or we could do that. Or, or what we could do. Yeah. I mean, because he'll be coming into Prague on Tuesday, right? Yeah. I mean, what we could do is stay in Prague on Tuesday, go chill in Komutov on Wednesday. That might be better. And then come back Thursday, Friday in Prague because he has to leave on Friday and you have to leave on Saturday. I have to leave on Friday. You have to leave on Friday. So that would actually make more sense, wouldn't it? To come on Wednesday instead of Thursday? We could do that. that And then you can wash your clothes. Does that work? Does that yeah that that works of, out? Of, of course, is, man. I, I, I mean, it works. But is that like too? Is that's not like too much back and forth? Is it? Nah. Okay. For, we we hop on a bus. We chill for an hour right. forty five. They give you champagne for like six cents on those things. <laughs> I forgot about that. I mean, it's hot chocolate or coffee. I but could use a foot rub. <laughs> we can we can we can bring some we can bring some good Czech uh, liquor poured into our hot cocoa. All right, all right. There you go. Yeah, we can do that. That's a uh, parada. That would be good. That's good. Uh, problem solving. We'll, right we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk to Don. I mean, Don's I doing mean, whatever we say. That and I actually, I'm gonna. <laughs> And I made that clear. <laughs> I put my foot down. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I know you did. I appreciate it. You can read it. Read it. To I us. did read it because Don has a um, Don has a habit, and this is why another thing why I was nervous to have Don come along, because I've been on a lot of trips with Don, and once again he doesn't live with this. I can say whatever if I want. <laughs> Don has a habit of be, he's. I guess I'm gonna the, laugh so hard when he messages you and it's like, what the fuck? I mean, I say, I'd say this to his face anyway. He That's is. True. Uh, I guess the word the word is is the phrase type A. Is that what it is? But he always yeah, has yeah. to have yeah, like yeah. a plan. And he always has to be like, what are we doing next? So what are we gonna hit right. next after we go here? So we're gonna do this, and then what what are we gonna do that? And he always kind of just ignores like uh, uh like other opinion like opinions. And this is the nice way to put it, by the way. Uh, I mean, look, I get, I get why he's like that. He wants to maximize his travel experience. You and I are just different types of travelers. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, am I right? 
Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, according to our stupid test, I'm not even a traveler. I'm a tourist. So I'm still salty about that. But and that's the thing. We are different types of travelers. Yeah, you're a tourist. So I'll show you. I'll show you how the big boys travel when I come visit you. That's that's right. That's right. We'll get you. I actually. I I, I think I told. It's funny that that uh, you're the tourist too, because I think I told Brad that I'd buy him a magnet and uh and Ber- Berlin and Prague. Nice, nice. Um, but uh, yeah. So that's the thing. Is I. It's not even that I have a. Well, I do have a problem with it. I don't like it at all. It's very annoying to me, and it's just like I'd already, I, like I'd already made a plan to travel without him. Not that I was in the books to travel with them, but it was just like um, I didn't want to. I didn't want it to turn into a vacation where, uh, like, we were constantly moving around, and where Don was just like, where Don was like, you know, we weren't going somewhere or didn't have a plan. He was like sitting there, you know, like shaking his leg, looking at his right. eye watch. Right. Uh, <laughs> or, and so I did. Um, I did text him, and I and I said. Uh, and so uh, I said. So he gets here on. T- uh, he gets there on Tuesday, and he leaves on Friday, as we said. And I said, just so you know, Chad and I have plans and stuff we want to do. So you'll have to be okay with not choosing everything we do, and we have to report record podcasts and stuff. And uh, I mean, he's of course he Boom. said, of course he said that's fine. What else is he gonna say? He's like, nah, fuck right. that. I already got our itinerary yeah. planned out. That's right. That's right. But but no Don, podcasts. But Don is the kind of guy to go to like Prague, and and like make recommendations to you. And it's like Chad comes here like every other weekend, and you've never been here. Like he's he he would right. definitely do that kind of thing. It'd be like, oh no, I mean, Yelp says this has got a pretty strong review. I, I, your place isn't really showing up. It's like, all right. right, bro. Which, which, on the one hand, though, I'm I'm okay with I'm okay with some suggestions. I'm no, no expert, no, no. I, Chad. You are a goddamn pushover, and I'm not gonna let you <laughs> ruin this for me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair I'm enough. not gonna let you do this fair to enough. me. There's no way. I already, I already got some food places in mind. Uh, I mean, there's there's a place we gotta head to for Czech food. Although I think. I wouldn't say it's necessarily better, but I think it's more authentic here in Komutov, mm-hmm. just because in Prague there's way more tourists. Right. So the Czech food you get is touristy Czech food. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going to Figonmüller in Vienna, yes. which is like the most, in my opinion, the most touristy schnitzel place in Vienna. Yeah. Um. So. Where it's so like yeah, it's not but, bad, but it's it's not not as special as it's made out to be. Exactly, and I think what we could do is go to go to go back to Komutov on Wednesday. And then leave for Prague sometime midday-ish so we can chill in Komutov, maybe even go for a hike if the weather's good. Because, you know, I do have mountains Ta-da. around here. Plus, you got, finally, got a little surprise today Ooh, at your yes, door. That's right. Um, I, you know, I, this is this going to be our first shout-out to the anonymous. Ooh, I have no idea who did this, but I... um. I this and this was and so on. What what day is it? This was yesterday or this was today? This was yesterday. It's today? No, this was, was yesterday. Today? It was yesterday. Okay. Um. So yesterday was Tuesday. Uh, I hate breaking the fourth wall, but I'm gonna do it anyway. And it was the third day after my shoes were my sambas were supposed were to delivered. be delivered. Were delivered. According uh-huh. to FedEx, they were delivered and signed for. And so me being the uh, sort of anxious person <laughs> I am, I was just. I knew. I, I knew. I was like, these things aren't coming. 
And I was like, so now right. I just got to sit here and twiddle my thumbs and wait for three days and pretend like I'm waiting for them. And um, so just so I can email and be like, give me my $68 back. Uh, shout out to Honey. Um, and so I um, – what was I about to say? So – on Tuesday, just out of coincidence, I don't even do this every morning or every day for that matter. Just out of, out of coincidence, before I left work, I was like, I'm going to check my mailbox real quick. I went out, and the way my door works is – so I, I live in a sort of townhome kind of thing. And it's a, a, essentially a duplex in the – where there's like a row of them. But like there's two to one. So like my neighbors live above me. And from the front entrance, there's one door that we both have a shared key to. And then there's two separate doors that go to their unit and then my unit within this sort of, you know, entry hallway thing, tiny entry hallway thing. And so um, I go open that first door to just my place to go to, you know, to go outside where my mailbox is, which is outside. And the shoes are there. And I think, huh, well, well, the box is there. And I was like, well, obviously, they're the shoes. <laughs> There, I ruined the surprise. Did, I'm such did a you great open the box and check just of to make sure? Of course I did. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I get a box and, I, and I'm not sure of what it is, I'm opening it, or if I know it is for that matter, I'm opening it immediately. Just imagine, yeah, they're just sitting there and I open it. It's like, oh no, it's just an empty box. Uh, there's a. You just got played. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you know what it is? I open it, the shoe box is in there, and I open it up, and there's just like a. And, but the shoes aren't in there or something like that. Some real sort of burn. <laughs> um, right so uh but the thing is i don't know how so like fedex d didn't put them there fedex doesn't have the ability to get to my, that door because uh that's why most stuff i that gets delivered to me i either i have to go pick them up from the post office because mm -hmm. they can't leave them on my front spot because there's a lot of traffic there and so i don't know who got them and then who put them there? <laughs> because I can't imagine it would be my neighbors upstairs because why would it take them that long to just give them to me if they got there on Sunday? You know what I mean? Right. But then how did, but then how did yeah, they I get within? It's just a mystery. All right. I know is I got some new Sambas and these things are crispy AF, dude. It's so crazy nice. comparing these. You know, I was talking about how um, my current Sambas, they, they, they look fine, but they don't, but they're... Um, but like the soles are so worn out because I've had them for years, and they just—they're not really walkable, walking shoes anymore. They're very uncomfortable now, and so um, they don't. But they don't look worn out at all. Next to these shoes, they do. These shoes look like so sl so much slimmer, so much mm -hmm. like uh, cr like it, it's it's. I'm so excited to wear them, but I'm not gonna wear Dude, them today I, because there's I, a snowstorm. I think, I think you got your sambas in like 2015, because we were playing indoor soccer. Yeah, and you got them. I remember the first time you wore them. We went to the International Center, or not the International Center. I don't even remember the name of that place anymore. But we went there and played indoor soccer with all those international students. Yeah, Spartan Village, Spartan Village. Yeah, that's where we went. I mm -hmm. I, I remember that I was. I don't know if that's when I first got them, but that was definitely in the early days. Of, was that when I first got them? It might have been actually. I think so. I think you were still living in Michigan then. Uh, so I so and that's and when you look at it in perspective that way, it makes perfect sense that it's that I I had to get new ones, uh, mm -hmm. and it's also even more shocking how good of shape they look visually because I have played oh, right. multiple rounds of indoor soccer with them. I've walked around with them. I've worn them out. You know, um, right. but yeah, those sambas the, are like the in my opinion one of the best pairs of shoes ever. Because well, you can play sports yes. with them, you can wear them out in a, like a casual setting. They're comfortable to walk around in. Yes, they're very well rounded. 
They're very well. Oh, for sure. That's why I hashtag Team Samba here at the Untranslatable oh, yeah. Podcast. That's that, for sure. <laughs> that's why. Spread a little love. That's why I was. Uh, I was so glad to get them. So yeah, I got my sambas from some mystery. Uh, some mystery person that collected my package somehow. There you go. And now I got to break go. them. That's in. a great early shout out. I have. I have uh, two informal shout outs and then two other shout outs. My first informal shout out goes to my buddy Logan in Prague who messaged me today, he saw my Instagram story, and it's like, I love it, untranslatable podcast where sleeves are optional. So that's right, you know it, buddy. <laughs> sleeves are optional here at the Hilarious. untranslatable podcast. I loved it. I love that Dude, comment. So shout out to you, Logan. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a tank top under, <laughs> under Do it this. for America. Do it for America. That's right. Uh, sleeves are definitely optional. So that's my first one. My second one goes out to my friend George, who I mentioned for translating for me today while we were at Chikarna and just being an overall awesome dude. He actually just came back from uh, Sri Lanka. Who's this George fellow? Really awesome stories. He's a colleague of mine at my school. He's okay. an IT whiz okay. and an awesome guy. Uh, he's actually from Prague, whereas the Czechs say he's a Prajak, which is a person from uh, Prague. Oh, yeah, Prager. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. That's what we call it. Prager. Exactly. So, so, yeah, so those are my two informal shout outs. But today we are talking about music, and so I thought it would only be appropriate to give a shout-out to the lead guitarist from ACDC, Angus Young. He has donated money to a gentleman named Steve McNeil, who had a marathon skating challenge in Canada. Um, and so this challenge... <laughs> I'm not laughing for, uh, at him. That's just a very Canadian thing. <laughs> right, right. It should have been a hockey challenge if we're, if we're talking stereotypes. But yeah, so it was a skating challenge, and McNeil has been raising cash for a Montreal Alzheimer's charity by skating for 19 hours and 26 minutes Man, in cities ice across skates? Canada. Oh, Ice skates. I'm, I'm assuming so. Yeah, yeah. I'm that assuming so. It's so skating on, your, on right? someone's feet. Um, exactly. Um, and right here... Uh, he also skates in memory for ACDC's rhythm guitarist and brother of Angus Young, Malcolm Young, who passed away in 2017 after being diagnosed with dementia in 2014. Damn. And so apparently McNeil listens to ACDC nonstop while he skates. And uh, Angus Young found out about the story and donated almost $20,000 to this charity. <laughs> Uh, so big shout out to Angus Young and uh, Mr. McNeil as well. For sure, for sure. I got my old, uh, I got my old ham, ham horn back, by the way. There we go. There we um, go. I, I always get. I'm not. Do, I assume you were a big, you were a big ACDC fan back in, in in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're fantastic. I always get um, ACDC, Guns N' Roses. Um, um, there's another one. Uh, nah, I can't think of it. There's a couple of those that I always just get mixed up. They always just kind of seem like the same to me. Huh? Really? Because to I, me, they're way different. Oh, I'm sure they are. I just never listen to any of them. And just ACDC, all the names. Guns N' Roses. What could you confuse with those? Hmm. I think it's just the names. There's just, AC, I, don't okay. know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, I just they all kind of seem the same to me. <laughs> okay, but I've never enough. really listened to it, to, uh, to be fair. Musically, they're way different. I'm sure they opinion. are. I've, I've, yeah. I've just never, never listened to it. We'll, we'll we'll do a little ACDC Guns N' Roses listening when you're here, and you'll you'll tell me. <laughs> okay, the there's another one too that I can't For think sure. of. Not Aerosmith, because I know Steven Tyler. Okay, I remember him okay. from the movie. Uh, 
I can't even think of what the movie is called. This is all stupid. Yeah, um, I don't even know. Do you get, I got one more shout yeah, out. Yeah, tire. Yeah, one more shout formal out. shout outs. That's right. All right. So my <laughs> last shout out of our episode today to spread a little love goes to spread Yevgeny Kozovki. Who that? Who is a doctor in Russia who provides free medical care to homeless people in the Russian city? I wish David was here. Of Bajalsta <laughs> Chelyabinsk. I don't know if that's right. That could, but sounds what's like it really, could be right. Could be. We'll see. Um, probably sounds too Czech, but it is what it is. It did sound But anyways, what's really amazing, though, is he has been um, helping homeless people in Russia for quite some time. And people heard about his story and also started donating. And that was able to keep him on the streets helping the people. So I want to shout out the doctor, but also all of the people who have been donating to help him to continue doing all the amazing work he's been doing. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I that's uh, you know, when I hear when I hear stories like with people like this guy or like that lady that um, you know, donated all the, all her, you know, the hotel rooms and all that stuff to the homeless people during the vo- polar vo- polar vortex. Um it one it makes me think I'm never going I would never do something like like <laughs> like what either of these people are doing. And uh, in a weird way, it, it gives me it does it gives me the opposite of hope for society, where it's like, oh, these people are so few and far between. Like this is not uh, I don't know. Like this this right. guy's like a freaking superhero. Oh, definitely, yeah. But we need these superheroes, Jared. You know. Um, but I I know what you mean. But anyways, <sighs> uh, let's move on though to a little bit of a lighter topic. Pivo with a pod. Depending on how light this uh, Lejac or uh, Lager is, we'll see. But this one's a special one. I also have to give a, a little shout out to Lidl here in Komutov because they have been keeping my Pivo of the Pod or Beer of the Pod alive. And so this is actually from Nimburg, which is on the way when I go to visit my buddy David um, on the train. And this brewery has been around uh, since 1895. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not even sure what the brewery is, but I know it's from Nimburg. Um, that's the thing with Lidl beers, man. You never, like, I, I have a, I have a beer actually here. I can show you guys. It's the same thing as those, uh, steam brow, those steampunk right. beers. I have a beer from Lidl that I had yesterday. It literally <laughs> just is vice beer and wheat beer on it. I think <laughs> that's no so idea what brewery, nothing. I think There's Lidl a, just, a woman with a deer and all. Yeah, I think Lidl just owns. I think it's almost like the Costco brand of uh, like it's Kirkland beer. I figured it out. It is the brewery of Nimburg, Pivovar Nimburg. Says it right there. I bet you Lidl owns them though. Or maybe not or, them. Or they probably don't own them, but they have a, a a contract. I'm sure. Right. And and also just so you know, I looked. I looked up. It says here. Pivo Yakmabit, and that's like, I believe that's beer how it should be. Okay. Beer how it should be. So there you go. So we're going to. By the way, I'm changing it to Pivo of the pod. That's so much. That's, it oh, just it sounds rolls great, off the tongue. Doesn't it? it does. <laughs> it does. See, that's That'll the be thing. in the, all have, the literature going forward. I have a lot of Czechs that ask me, oh, what, what do Americans think of Czech? How does Czech sound? And, and a lot of Czechs think that Americans think it sounds just like Russian. And, you know, you'll notice it while you're here, Jared. In my opinion, it does not sound anything like Russian. It has a different rhythm, different intonation, um, different sound quality. 
completely different. I think the honest answer, but the harsher answer, is that most Americans have no idea what Czech sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. You are not wrong, including at all. me for that matter. Like I'm not, I'm not making a scene. Right. I only know through you. Nuvete Anglitsky. But uh, yeah, no, I, I um, I, I could imagine that though. I, I, I think if I, you know, I think that's a that's sort of like a, a naive thing to say that it sounds like, like Russian. But I think right. if 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 one were exposed to uh, Czech for. For even a, the slightest amount of time, you don't even have to be a linguist or something, and exposed to Russian for even the slightest amount of time, they wouldn't say that. Right. I think that's all right. people that bar- that have barely heard Russian outside of like uh, Steven Seagal movies, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. people that have never heard right. Czech. <laughs> right. So I'm going to uh, very, uh, very horribly try to pronounce the name of this beer. First of all, it is a Pivo Lejak Svietle, which is like a like a traditional Czech lager, uh-huh. I would say. Lejak is lager. And the name of this beer is, I would show you, but I need to read it. It's Postrzynske. Postrzynske. No bad. idea what that means, but that's the name of the beer. And also, as you can see, Jared, it has the the letters here in Czech with yes. the ha checks. The r and the I, j. I didn't know the Z's also rocked the... Uh... The yeah, hot yeah, yeah. sometimes. In in Czech, a uh, quick little Czech lesson before I give my beer review. I feel like we always <laughs> go off tangents before we oh actually gosh. review the beer. But in Czech, you have a C with the hot check, and that's a Ch, mm-hmm. a Z, which is a Z, mm-hmm. an S, which is a Sh, a T, which is like a, I can't really say it. There's an N with it. I also can't really say it. And an E, which is like a Y. Okay. So there you go. There you go. Look Anyways, at you. Anyways, I, dude, I love Czech, man. I love nerding out about it. It's it's just fantastic. Anyways, on to our uh, Svetli Lejak, uh, our, our little Czech lager today from Nimburg. Has a nice smell to it. It's definitely not skunky like a Pilsner. You can slightly smell the hops. It's got a nice color, a nice kind of amber, golden amber tint to it. Do you see that, Jared? I do, yes. Uh, had had a good head on it when I initially poured it, but it's the foam has obviously gone down. Let's give this bad boy a taste. Uh, one thing I'm excited about for the Czech Republic is a, is finally getting to have an opinion on a Pilsner or, or Quell. I I hope your liver is ready because we are going to be drinking some beers, and I have. Oh my gosh! I also have. I want us to do a. Review of some different Czech liquors. Check. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. We, we may even need Betcha Don's help. For example, we, we may even need Don's help for that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Don. But yeah. anyways, he back be to this beer pick. though. This is a good beer. I like it. I will say, in terms of not to be not to be rude uh, to Pivovar Nimburg, but in terms of a Czech lager, I'd say this is nothing special. It's good. Yeah. I would drink it definitely with food, but to me, this doesn't quite stick out like some of the other ones do. Um, I'm going to take you to a place in Prague that has, in my opinion, the best Czech beer I've ever had. There's two breweries. One's called Coat, and the other one's called uh, Hendrik, and okay. both of them are absolutely fantastic. I've noticed that with a lot of the, uh, with the with same as the uh, steampunk beers. <clears throat> they weren't necessarily bad or anything. 
But at least for the one I had, I can't speak for yours. There's nothing special. I mean, this is good. Um, if it was at a restaurant or, or even the grocery store, I think I'd, I'd get it in terms of, you know, it's it's a good beer. Is it my favorite Czech lager I've ever drank? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it has a good taste. It's pretty smooth. 4.7%. Um, so it's not too strong. Uh, and I have to say the beauty of Czech lagers is they go great with Czech food. I would say this would be perfect paired with some Svichkova, which you have to try when you come visit, um, or some uh, Vepro Pro Gero. Uh, uh, I think I said it wrong, but it's like this pork dish. It's really good. Anyways, it's it's a good dish, uh, a good dish, good beer. I probably wouldn't drink it in the summer um, because it is, it's not quite as light as some of the other Czech lagers I've had. But it's definitely a good one in terms of uh, would be paired good with food. Okay. Um, we you know what that means. Ooh, Ooh you got the time, my friend. It's been bad, it's been. <laughs> I was totally on purpose. <laughs> <clears throat> well, how about you start us out tonight, Jared? All right. Uh, my first one is Hindi. Actually, both of them are. And it's Shak Ka Ilaj Tohakim Lukman Kipa Binahita, which literally translates to famous ancient doctor Lukman was not able to cure stupid thought. Oh, that just means that, <clears throat> like, there's nothing you can do with stupid people. Right? Like, like. <laughs> no, but that is a hilarious drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, it means like you can't cure stupid. Right? Uh, no. It's no, not about okay. stupid people, it's about stupid thought. So, so it's specifically talking hmm. about a kind of thought that someone might have that is not useful, essentially. So, you what shouldn't it's. Ha- you shouldn't have stupid thought. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, a doubt has no cure. So there's essentially saying there's ah, no point in doubting yourself okay. because it's... A, I like that. Because uh, it's a useless thought. It's a stupid that, thought. Th- that, needs to be, that needs to be one of our more important untranslatables, I would say. That, I think that would resonate <laughs> with a lot of people, including myself. That's something that when you're, uh, when you're uh, like in your 80s, you'll like get down on one knee. Well, in your 60s, you'll get down on one knee <laughs> and you'll be like, uh, oh, Sonny. The Hindi, uh, you, in Hindi they say, and then you'll say it, and they'll be falling asleep and not care. That's true. That's true. Give me one. Check? All right. Of co- I got two check ones. Parada. Two of them for you. This one has to do with numbers. Uh, this is also an important one, an uh, important number you should probably know. Dvakrat, which means like two or zwei mal. Okay. Like if, we, if we're ordering beers... And you and I both want a beer. You could say dvakrat. Dvakrat. Dva. Dva. Krat. Dvakrat. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Very good. Dvakrat pivo. Yeah. It'd be piva, but but close enough. Close enough. They would know. They would know. Right. And here's the thing. I had a long talk with George about this. It's more about making the effort in the language than actually getting the language right. Oh, dude. Uh, you'll be ashamed of me. Uh, can I uh, 
digress real quick because yeah, you make yeah, a very yeah, good point. Yeah. Please digress. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I mentioned to you that when I put in the um, put in the reservation for our hostel in Berlin, uh, I got a room with two beds, but I accidentally put in just one person. Mm-hmm. And so I called just to make sure, you know, just to make sure. And so I called, and I, this is Berlin, and I spoke English for some reason. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, it once, by the way, it didn't even matter. He's like, "Yeah, I figured it was two people, so I just put it in for two people." Um, oh, nice! nice. But uh, I was so I was so uh, angry at myself. I was like, "Why are you speaking English right now?" I was like, "This is prime time to get some early practice in." It's like yeah, this is but, the most basic of sentences, too. Right, but that staff is probably international because I've been to that hostel. Oh, for sure, not that hostel, but I've been to that that <clears throat> chain. They own two hostels, and yeah, uh, yeah. the the people I met weren't even German. And I talked to a couple of them, and their German was my German was better than their German. Uh, okay. So, you yeah, never I mean, because his English was was definitely fine. I, I was, you know, not making any effort to like. Uh, I mean, his English was perfect, so it's not right. like it was a problem. I hope you realize though, I the moment advantage. I see you in Berlin, we're only speaking German. We oh, you know that would be great too if we only spoke German around Don. And I was like, listen, I told you. <laughs> well, he won't be in Berlin. When we're in Prague, he's lucky. No, but I'm saying but, when we're in Prague too, that doesn't mean we can't do it. That in would Prague. be funny. And That's I true. even I even texted him. Uh, so you know, I texted him that uh, that whole thing that I just told you mm-hmm. earlier about uh, just so you know, Chad and I have blah blah blah. And I said, and he said, yeah, it's cool, whatever. I just want to hang out. And I said, uh, okay, I'm screening, I'm screenshotting this for a record, which I did. There you do. go. There you go. You even said this to me, I think. So we got it. Uh, yeah, we, I, we got uh, our bases covered. Backups. We got our bases covered. <laughs> All right. Anyways, back to my check on translatable. Dvakrat, which means two or, or two times. Dvakrat, dvakrat mer jedno rež, which means measure twice, cut just once. Mm, yeah, that's a that's a classic American one too. I think that's a direct translation. Is uh, it? Do we have that in American? Yeah, in we American do. English. Yeah, we do. It Which means, means to, what? It means to just, um, you know, like make sure you're prepared for something, or or, or double check, or do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You hit that ham horn. Measure twice. I've, it's cut funny though. Once. I have I have uh, I have some Czech friends that make fun of the fact that I double check a lot of things. Um, double. Oh, sorry, I got confused. I was like double check, but I, <laughs> I, yeah, um, why would they make fun of you for that? That's, that's hilarious. No, I'm just trying to get that dvakrat mir jedno sesh. I'm the same way but, with yeah. especially work stuff. Like I'm a double, triple checker before I send stuff. Right. But it's just because I sense. see so many stupid like um, typos from other people. <laughs> right. Uh, where it's like it's so easy to avoid this. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I don't all right. see why you wouldn't want to. Anyways, this what is, other? This Hindi is as well? One. Yeah, it's Hindi. And it's long, and I'm not fully sure why I did this to myself or the <laughs> listeners. Uh, I even have to zoom out a little bit. Haton ki lakiron pa par. Now it's starting to sound a little Spanish. Par barbar vishva nahi karni kahie koyonki takdir to unki bi hoti hai jinaki hat. Nahi hote, and that literally means. Oh God, I, I tried to get that do that as quickly and smoothly as possible. How did how did you even do that? That that is amazing. I don't know. I blacked out for a second. <laughs> um, your future does not depend on the lines on your hands, because people 
who do not have hands also have a future. I just love that Ooh. literal. I know, right? I like that. <laughs> that's oh, why wow. I put everyone through that, because how good is wow. that? Wow, that's worth it. <laughs> I would I would hear you say that five times just for that. <laughs> that is amazing. Um I mean that just means that just means everybody's got I think it means everybody's got their own lives to live, yeah? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's saying just uh to to like focus on bettering your own work, uh, and 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 don't don't believe in super superstitions essentially. Right. Nice. All right. My last one for you today, Jared, is Czech, and it is visit roha, which means uh, that take your legs on your shoulders. No, oh, is red that is červeny. Červeny is is that uh-huh. red in Spanish? Ro- rojo. Oh, ro- is red. Ro- rojo. Ro- Okay. Uh-huh. So visit, uh, uh, sorry, visit Roja, take your legs on your shoulders. Take your legs on your shoulders. To get over yourself? Mm-mm. It's, this is something that you would do. What do you mean I would do? You, you, would, you would take your legs on your shoulders. Like, any example I give you is probably going to be I think I know what you obvious. mean. Is it almost okay. like you just like... Are a control freak and you take everything over? Okay. No, no. Give me an example no. then. Um, Something <clears throat> I do. So loving friend. <laughs> you you are a loving friend, but no. Uh, say, say we're in Prague, uh-huh. and for some odd reason, you Don and I decide to go to a club. Right? We go into our we go into a club. People are dancing. You look around and you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna take my legs on my shoulders. And then Don and I are like, we're wh- wh- where did Jared go? It was an Irish exit, Irish goodbye. Basically, yeah, it's a quick exit. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, quick exit. So what's the English again? Uh, take your legs on your shoulders. Take your legs Roja. on your shoulders. <laughs> All right. Is that almost like hightailing it? I feel like would be yeah. the uh, yeah hightailing it out of there. Right. I would say that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, hightailing it out of there, most definitely. All right. All right. Well, Jared, is it time for us to talk about some music vocab? Yeah, yeah. So um, I started by doing some research, and then I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to pull out things that I can think of from the top of my head. And that list ended up being longer than I thought it would be. Awesome. And so um, you have other things you want to do. What we can do is we can do your things. Uh, this is for everyone. I like I like to lay it out so everyone. <laughs> this is more just for me. Uh, we can do your thing, and I can just throw in some uh, some words here and there. Okay. All right. Uh, so we'll we'll start with uh, we'll start with the uh, one that um, listen. I'm just throwing out words. I'm not. I don't. I don't. Not saying I use these words. Okay. And I'm not saying I support the usage of these words, but these words are in the vernacular, and we can't ignore them. The first okay. one is thought. Oh God! T H O T. Thought. Isn't it that? Isn't it that hoe over there? That's exactly what it means. Parada. There's a comedian with a um. His name's J L Covin. He's American, but his dad is Haitian, so he's a French name. Covin. His name is actually Jean Louis, but he you know Ooh, J J L is what he goes by. And he has a comedy album that he came out with a couple months ago, called Thoughts and Prayers. T-H-O-T-S. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> that's clever. I like that. I like that. I just don't like, I don't know. To me, it sounds weird. It's, yeah, I'm not a fan of it, but it does exist. You're right. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, you're right. It does stand for that hoe over there. And you know who I have also the originator. I didn't. I then did some research behind most of these words. Mm-hmm. So I have the originator of it in around when it was originated. So you probably won't know the originator. It was yeah. Chief Keef and oh, nice. Katie okay. Got Bands. Okay. Um, Katie got bands in the building. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what year do you think thought started really hitting the scene? Look at that thought over there, that thoughty thought thought. I mean, I mean, it Once wasn't again, that. Once again, I support the usage it, of these it terms. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I would say 2015. Farther back than that. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, farther back really, or sooner? Farther back. It probably really got 2017. going. 2017. No, sorry, other way around then. What even that? Sooner. So, sooner. That's sooner. sooner. No, no, no. Farther back. Uh, yeah, okay, sorry, that's gotcha. What, that's what I said, isn't it? 20, 2010. <laughs> 2012 2012 okay okay so that so but that's the thing though is that's how a lot of these things work you know 2012 is when someone first says it but that's not when it's that's not when people immediately start using it you know right. it takes sure. a bit to, it takes some time to get going so and someone that likes that song that's maybe popular starts saying it in 2013 or 14 because they mm-hmm. start listening to the album and you know stuff slow to is slow to spread right for sure all right, Jared, I got a word for you. And, and I want to ask you, what genre of music do you think it originated in? Okay. So the word is dig. Like, dig, like I dig that. Oh, okay. Is that like a... Would that be like disco? Nope. 60s? Like a... Like a... Like a... Like I mean, a psychedelic I don't know music? Year, uh, even though you would think that, no. Okay. It's jazz music. No, that makes sense too. That makes Jazz sense too. Jazz music. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, the reason, the main reason I thought disco to start with was because it seemed like something that people say a lot in the seventies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But jazz sure. makes sense, sense as well. Right. You dig. For what, sure. Do you know what, what? What? Like, is there any sort of thing that that's short for something? Like, why you dig? I I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. But that's the, a great question. I have no idea. No idea. Um, I got a classic. Okay. YOLO. Oh, I hate that one. You already Drake. know though. <laughs> <laughs> Drake? Uh, uh, well, it's funny that no? you say that. Uh, well, Drake obviously is one that popularized it, but he's certainly not the first person. Well, I mean, he might be the first person to actually say YOLO. Okay. Nope. He's not the first person to actually say YOLO. I take that back. Really? Okay. He's the first person to popularize it in our time. Now it started with a. Uh, it started actually in 1855, with a fella named Johann, my namesake Strauss. He had really? a uh, waltz called "Lebt nur einmal." Oh yes, <laughs> yes, that's so amazing. Okay, which for those of you that don't once. know is German for "live only once." Yeah, right. Um, oh, wow. And then Grateful Dead's drummer Mickey Hart. Uh, on his tombstone, oh, excuse me, on his tombstone, jeez, that's not true at all, um, named his homestead <laughs> YOLO Farm. Wow, and that, okay. I, I don't know the exact year, but that, I believe, was before uh, Drake's song came out. And then, of course, Drake, you know, has the song Motto, which right. is, you already, you already know that. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you only live once, that's the motto, they get yellow. Uh, and that it came out in, do you know what year that song came out in? 20 oh, I'm trying to Drake's think. Drake's been on the scene for a, a yeah, longer time it's than been one out might for a think. while. I'm going to go early and say 2008. 
A little too early. Too early. 2012. Parada. 2011, actually. Oh, all right. All right. You already know, though. All right. All right. So, Jared, I want to give you a couple terms from, from rap and hip-hop music. And I want you to guess. I'm, I'm assuming you know most of these. But I think a lot of our listeners from abroad will not know these. Our American listeners may know a lot of these. But I, I want to just run through a couple words and, uh, and have you explain them. Um, because I think it will be fun. So, here we go. So, Jared, what is a shorty? A shorty? Or a shouty, as yeah. T-Pain would say it. A shouty. <laughs> <laughs> a shorty is like a, a, a little young boothang. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what exactly is a boothang? <laughs> uh, a little young boothang is uh, a bay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> God so damn it, uh, shouty is like a word for like, a, you know, like your lady friend. Your lady. Yeah, a yeah. shouty. Okay. All right. Oh, this is a good one. And this one actually comes from, or at least I heard it the first time uh, listening to Mac Miller, uh, the word guap. Oh, yeah. That is probably, I don't know if Mac Miller is the first one to use that. I I'm sure he's it. not. I'm sure but he's that, not. That is definitely a pure hip hop term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where, I wonder where that comes from. Guap uh, is, um, guap means money. Yep. And so, but I, I, I feel like I should know where that comes from. Guap. I'm I'm gonna look it up. I'm uh, yeah I'm not sure, but yeah and and the first time I heard it was from Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza by Mac Miller. Um, she's got my T-shirts and she's spending your guap. I think is what he says. I think the clips have a song that use that have uh, guap in it. Could be. So so Jared, while you're looking that up, what is a dime? A dime piece. A dime. So um. Women are ranked on a scale of one to ten by uh, <laughs> by men, um, and uh, a ten being the being the best, and a one being there's room for improvement. And, That's a good way to uh, put it. I like that. <laughs> I don't follow. Once again, as I've mentioned multiple times, these are not things that I prescribe to. I can't speak for Chad. These are not things. I mean, I don't either. <laughs> I don't I'm know if prescribe. These are not things I subscribe to. But these are popular vernacular terms that uh, cannot be ignored. Exactly. Uh, and a dime piece is a perfect 10. You know, in America, mm -hmm. we have our money. We have 10-cent coins, which are called dimes. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a 10-cent woman, you got a dime piece right there. <laughs> and you're, a, you're a, a lucky fella. So, so Jared, we've mentioned this, this term on our, on our podcast a few times. What do the terms grind and hustle mean? Uh, grind and hustle are terms for, <laughs> I was about to define it by saying, well, it means to be on your hustle. It means to, <laughs> it means to like, it means to work hard and it means to always be working is right. what like on my grind or I'm hustling means, right. I mean like hustling, hustling, hashtag hustling every day on the grind means to be working a lot. Hustling is more of a, someone that has a lot of jobs. When I think, I think hustling sort of more originated. Now it kind of means working hard as well, but I think it more originated from someone that has like six jobs, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. man, that person's hustling. For sure. Oh, for sure. Did you find guap? Uh, well, um, the origins aren't exactly sure. The term guap is uh, originated from Spanish, which is guapo or guapa. Meaning mm -hmm. handsome or pretty. Handsome, yeah, yeah. It may have originated from drug dealing slang in Harlem, New York, to uh, refer to a handsome sum or a pretty penny, 
Oh, that makes sense. Of money that earned. Makes sense. Okay. Another theory suggests GWAP, an acronym for George Washington on paper. But George huh. Washington is a dollar bill. Right. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. like, the, that's like a, at least in, from what I've heard, people start bragging once you hit the Benjamin level. I was just going to say, give me the Benjamins. Yeah, give me those $100 all, bills. Which is a, a Diddy song all about the Benjamins, baby. That's true. That's or he's, true. I guess he was Puff Daddy at that time. I can't keep up. Right. Or either. Brother Love. Wasn't he Brother Love for a week? Remember that? I, I think so. Yeah. I think, he, I think that was literally only for like a week or two. Right. <laughs> that's true. I think you're right. So, Jared... If 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 <laughs> Jared, you better be careful because if you keep this up, you and P Diddy will have a beef. Oh, that? that's true. That's true. I mean, I welcome it. Actually, I, I, he could invest. Uh, I'm, I'm a. <laughs> it seems uh, he recognizes talent. Uh, a beef is a um, is a, a sort of a inter inter hip hop community. Um, di- uh, disagreement or mm-hmm. what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, when you're a conflict. Argument? Yeah, a conflict. Because yeah, yeah. it's not because uh-huh. beefs. Well, I was about to say something very wrong. I would say they rarely go violent, but they often go violent. <laughs> yeah, they can definitely go violent. <laughs> beefs usually start with um, is especially if we're talking music. You know, which which is where all, most of these slangs come from. Beef right. uh, starts as uh, you know, started as usually we'll start with hip like rap songs or like freestyles going back and forth about how you know insulting the other person and right. so there's beefs usually are are accompanied by diss tracks oh for sure for sure i mean check out check out kill shot and rap devil eminem and mgk that's one of my personal recent favorites is Pusha t and drake Oh, there you go. Because I mentioned nice. that line to you a long time ago of uh, Pusha T saying, you are hiding a child. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. So, Jared, can you explain to our, our listeners out there, what does finna mean? Finna. Now, is that slang? or I mean, it's slang, but is that a musical thing? I, I feel like that more comes from the community than got popularized through music. But that's definitely something that Could I be. think, and maybe just because I grew up in the South, because I think it's kind of a South thing, that uh, or Southern thing. That I've heard that for for a long time, but I always thought that that was uh, I didn't think that was a rap thing. I thought that maybe rappers like Southern rappers said it, but that's because because they were from that area. So finna is a uh, is a slang term uh, that combines go, am going to. I guess I'm yeah. finna. It means I am going to. So right. we finna go to the store means we are going to the store. <laughs> which, which, yeah, I find that interesting that it's finna when you, you say going to. I, do you think it's like fixing to and it no, eventually fixing went to finna? Different. Uh, maybe. But, but, fixing. but if you say I'm fixing to go, I'm fixing to go to the right. store later. Yeah, you're right. right? Yeah, because that's true because finna, and it's, it's so funny to us, we immediately know exactly what the person is saying right. when they say I'm finna. Right. And it almost sounds like it, like it slurs perfectly. But you're right; it makes no sense. No, it really doesn't. Because <laughs> to me, just yeah. when I hear it, I was like, "Yeah, of course that makes perfect sense." But it's like, no, it doesn't. I don't know what they right. were. Maybe it is because as we said, it is a southern thing. Right. Or I guess I, I, I didn't that. even know it was a southern thing. Right. So. I was say, I'm not going to put that in you because I, I, I am one to throw out fake facts. You're a meme news guy, <laughs> but I will just make up facts. <laughs> That's um, right. If they're if they're memes, you know they're true. But I yeah. believe it is a southern thing, could and be. um and you do make a good point that it could come from fixing too. 
Maybe. Because fixing to if, does if it's mean a I'm su- going if to. If it's really a Southern thing. Exactly. I think it could be that. So, Jared, if I'm finna, I'm finna spit on this track. <laughs> feels so weird saying that. If I'm finna spit on this track, what does that mean? You Can betcha. You translate that? Uh, uh, it means no- I'm going to drop... Drop a hot sixteen. I'm gonna dr- I'm gonna drop some fire bars. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, hair jarred on these on on the beat. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the, yeah, it means I'm gonna like I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I got some sick rhymes coming. Some rap. I'm about right. to rap. That's right. Watch out. Untranslatable mixtape coming coming to a, a door near you sometime soon. So I found a fun website, and it it lists the least likely words to be found in hip-hop and the most likely words to be found in hip-hop with literal ratios of like does this have a bunch of graphs and stuff oh you're looking at that i'm not i actually closed it because i thought it was too sciencey but i'm glad you have it. dude it's great (laughs) it is it's really amazing absolutely Uh, but i want to i want to see i just want to um like like for uh, i'm trying to figure out how i'm going to give this to you because what it does is it's for example it says you're right now now I see what you're saying for as I think about this I'm going to give you another word bling bling I'll think about this <laughs> bling bling I mean it just means like fancy jewelry being flashy you got it does. That bling bling uh do you know who originated you don't know who originated it was originated by a rapper named Dana Dane who I've never heard of never heard of him either and guess what year bling bling hit the scene I mean it's been around forever I feel like so that I'm going to guess late 90s, early 2000s. Am I right? Farther back. Farther back. It got popularized. 80s? Late 80s. 87. 87. It got wow. popularized by the cash oh, money okay. millionaires in okay. the late 90s. So you, okay. so that's when it really got popularized. But they're not the ones that first started using that term. Okay. Um, Interesting. Okay. A popular one. One that we've seen previous president... Number uh, forty-four, you, uh, Barack Obama do the mic drop. Uh, oh, okay. That's popularized. That is a that was popularized through hip hop by someone specifically. Where like the, the, like it was popularized through hip hop as sort of a I'm done sort of move. Like I just right. I just really spit fire into this microphone and I'm done with it. I've made it. I've I've done what I need with it. And um, do you know? Um, what year the mic drop was sort of introduced to the world? I'll, I'll give you a hint. It was by Eric B. and Rakim, uh, rap two rappers, and Do- the line that help. they the line that they used uh, that sort of introduced the mic drop. Not even the term mic drop, but sort of introduced the mic drop was I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. Ooh, I like that. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, hmm. I don't know, early 2000s? 1987. <laughs> Are you serious? Mics have been dropping wow, since okay. 1987. Nice. All right. But they, what I, I have heard is that it was popularized also by Eminem, who I had some sort of uh, reference hmm. to uh, mic dropping. And speaking of Eminem, what... Uh, what what famous slang term are you thinking of when I say speaking of Eminem? Oh, you betcha. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? Uh, someone that is a uh, 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 hardcore fan. Oh, a stan. Yes. A yes. stan, of course. And that's because of his song, Stan. 
yeah, it was about a guy that was a, a, a like a freakish fan of him that was writing. It, it was through like the uh, the perspective of the guy that was writing letters to Eminem, and it was right. about how he's a big fan and how he how he and it went essentially through like the the um, the sort of stages of I if I've been a lot of hardcore fans, <laughs> right? Where, where it was like, oh, you're the greatest thing, like you changed my life, you, you're the best thing. It's like, oh. And then, and then it progresses to, oh, my life is shitty, but you know, it's uh, you, you did it, and look how you turned out. Then it progresses to him killing himself and turning into a terrible person right. and blaming it on on him. But um, um, Stan is, yeah, it's it's that, now that's just a standard term. Like people say, I stand with Beyonce, or I stand for Beyonce, or like right. I'm a Cardi B stand. Like uh, you right. see that all all over now. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. What other terms you got for me, Jared? Uh well oh one we've kind of already talked about the diss, uh-huh. which is goes along with uh beef because usually diss mm-hmm. tracks go along with beef and so diss actually, from what I heard, according to my sources, was started in the twenties. Diss. Wow. Okay. Uh, is short for disconnected or someone that is not there. So 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 you'd say so you diss someone that is sort of aloof. Okay. Now. In current day, it stands for, what do you think diss stands for? Dissing someone. What does that mean when you're dissing someone? What are you doing to someone when you're dissing them? I mean, you're insulting them. You're... Or dis... Mm, I, don't, I don't know. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Disrespecting. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> you're disrespecting them. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Throw some respect Ba-da. on it. Yeah. All right. So it's essentially a disrespect is what is what a okay. diss is. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this one is so popular that you can find it in uh, the dictionary. Not diss. Well, diss you can as well. But uh, this next one I'm talking about, and this one I can, we'll, 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 um, we'll we have a, this one is a multi-quiz one. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this term was added by the dictionary. was not, well, okay, I'll start by saying this because you won't know this. The term was originally used by a um, man named Snoop Dogg, who has popularized many terms, including the izzles. Any sort that's of izzle, for shizzle, shizzle, my nizzle, dizzle, <laughs> all that stuff, that's because of Snoop Dogg. Um, another term that um, is because of him, however, is not equated to him because he's not the one that popularized it. It was popularized by a group named Snoop Dogg, First said it in 1992. I'll start by saying that. But it was popularized in uh, later than that. Well, I'm going to have you guess that. By a group named Destiny's Child. The, the Izzles. No. No. Sorry. This is a different term that Snoop Dogg first used, but, but Destiny's Child uh, popularized to the point that it was in the dictionary. I have no, no idea. Bootylicious. Oh, I don't think right. you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Uh, my Is body's it... too bootylicious for you, babe. Do they really say this jelly? <laughs> yeah, and according to, and I believe Steve Harvey has a joke where he's like, and I know they're not talking about smuckers. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, I don't and... think you're ready for this jelly. And they're talking about their Nuh-uh. jelly, their jelly shaking booty. You're not ready for this jelly. Holy shit, you're right. Look at, wow. look at Chad. Look at Chad wow. checking me. Of course I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Jared. This isn't meme news. Okay. 
I, I don't know why. I guess, you know what's funny is it's always funny when you mishear lyrics. Oh, yeah, I for sure. I thought they were saying, I don't think you're ready for Destiny, like Destiny's Child. Oh, you know, I, I get, I, do you know the song? Um, I never knew there was a love like this before. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, and it's like that, um, fat man scoop. Yeah. I always thought <laughs> that it was, I never knew that there was a love like biscuit boy. So I would always say, <laughs> yes. so yes. I would always say love like biscuit boy and like I I was like a kid when I was saying this yes. and I had yes. no idea what it meant I was like I just thought I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> Dude, uh, we, we need to do an episode on misheard lyrics. Dude, I can't. I I don't. I half of them I forget. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but if you do a little Google and you can find a lot of hilarious oh, misheard lyrics. Probably. That's for sure. Uh, so. Uh, Bootylicious was uh, popularized by that just Destiny's Child song. Um, what's the song called? Uh, Bootylicious. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> by the song Bootylicious by oh Destiny's my Child. God, my body's too, too bootylicious for you, babe. And um, surprised you weren't the fourth member. That song. When do you think? Uh, what? Why? So I could be pushed to the side uh, like the other two? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Shots fired. Where's that, where that shotgun uh, drop when you need it right there? Oh, my God. That's so, too funny. Um, do you know, I assume you, you looked it up so you know when the song came out. I, I have no idea what year. When do you I think that song the came out? I guess the 90s. Out? Later than that. Really? Beyonce two, is surprisingly two, young. 2002. 2001. 2001. Well, all right. And a All couple right. years after that, it was added to uh, the Oxford Dictionary. Okay. How many years did it take? How many years did it take? Five years. Of popularity for that song to get five into years. The... Mm -mm, mm -mm. Two years. Well, the three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah, that's not right. bad. Three years. That's nothing. That's pretty quick. That song's got to be really. I mean, Bootylicious. It was Bootylicious. Like the what? What, what term? Are we using now that was like the bootylicious of the early 2000s? I don't even thick? know. Thick? T-H-I-C-C? -C? Yeah, thick. <laughs> I guess maybe. It's a similar It's a similar concept. They both right. kind of mean the same thing. Although, let's be real. I like the word voluptuous. All right, Grandpa. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice voluptuous woman right there. That's how I, I like my women like I like my Cadillacs. <laughs> um so um let's what's uh i got i i got some more all right ratchet. let's hear him i mean that's like i mean if something's ratchet it's like it's a sloppy <sighs> thought yeah it, i mean ratchet is like like something that's kind of well, support the usage of those terms <laughs> I, I mean if that? something's ratchet it's like it's <sighs> It's ratchet. I don't know how to describe it. It's 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 like um, it's like sketchy. It's like it's not good. It's, it's low class. Dirty. It's low class. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's ratchet. Mm -hmm. It's hood rat. That's another good term. Yeah, and it was speaking of hood rat. It was originated in Shreveport, Louisiana, by a rapper named Anthony Mandingo, which with a name like that sounds like rapper slash porn star or something like that. Mandingo. <laughs> When do you think? <laughs> I thought it, my man Dingo. Uh, when do you think? <laughs> when do you think? Uh, I need to. 
Mark that down. Uh, when do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, when do you think uh, Ratchet really hit the scene? That one's not that old, so I would say 2015. Mm-mm. Way older than that. Really, 2005. Older than that, baby. 2000. 1999. Wow. Okay. A year before the millennium. Okay. <laughs> Another okay. popular slang. That's the next one. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, which makes sense to me. Once again, I haven't heard Ratchet since the 90s. I'm not saying I've heard it for that long, but it doesn't surprise me that that, long, that word's been around for that long in the South. Because it also right. is, a, to me, a very Southern sounding word. Okay. Could be. Yeah. Um, I already said all the izzles and shizzles. Literally in my notes, it says all of the izzle and shizzle stuff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> for shizzle. Uh, another one is the plug. Oh, the plug is where you get the drugs, right? Yeah, My yeah, plug. you get up the plug. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which why? I, why is that though? I was just about to say I don't fully understand what like uh get the plug hit up the plug like yeah, I don't they know. they they maybe maybe it's because they give you that energy like they give you that power like you know you get your your fix oh, and it lights okay. you back up. Oh, that's oh that dark. makes sense. Dark, that makes though. sense. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but let's go with it because that sounds pretty damn good to me. <laughs> and do you know who uh, who popularized the term plug? Oh, no idea. No idea. Some rapper named Plies who I've heard of, but I couldn't name oh, Plies. any. Yeah, yeah, I know Plies. I couldn't okay. name anything. Is that the Tuesday song going up on a Tuesday, no, no, I believe? No, no, no. Plies did, um... oh, he, he did a couple of hits when we were in high school. Yeah, I know he had a moment because I know the name, but... Uh... And also, Future and Drake uh, uh, talked talked about the plug. Let's see here, rock. I'm trying to think of other history and songs. Um, oh, cause he cause he had a couple really big ones. Um, that came out when we were in high. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, I got. I've got one more for you. All right, go for it. And this is it's lit. Oh, lit! It's. I mean, lit literally means like you're you're intoxicated. But if something's yeah. lit, it means it's like awesome. It's cool. It's great. And and usually it goes along with the intoxication. Like usually, right. like crazy that parties are, are lit. lit. Right. Exactly. Exactly. People have used it to mean just about anything. But I think the original use is saying like a party is lit. I mean, and the, it, the and balls I've been to in the Czech Republic have been pretty lit. I will by the tell way, you that. Check out our Instagram. Uh, Chad mentioned uh, the ball and the. Um, the choreographed um the choreographed show i didn't realize the production value that went into this there was lights yes, and stuff yes <laughs> sir oh it was a really really a show and oh, so definitely. it's lit um when do you think that was originated that one's also not that old is it au contraire mon frere it's quite <laughs> old then 1990 quite old 1980 at this rate It'll take. I have a, no idea. Nineteen fifty. I have no idea. Do you want to guess one more time? Nineteen forty. Nineteen teens. Well, may I read you what? a quote? Yes, by a, by a writer named um, John McGavick Grider. Who that? I don't. Who know sounds exactly like the name of a person who I would think of when they say lit? And this comes from Warbirds. Diary of an Unknown Aviator in 1918. So this is probably some World War One sob story. Jeez. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we walked into a vamp's house. 
We all got lit and had a hell of a time. All right. That sounds pretty lit to me the right there. The pudding. All right. All right. John McGavitt's getting lit. There we go. Hey, right, if I Jared. just got back from World War One, I'm getting lit too. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, for for shizzle. <laughs> for shizzle. All right, you really Jared. have not, never sounded so old and white. Uh, right there you for go. For shizzle. <laughs> there you for go. Right, shizzle. <laughs> so I got some. I got some other words, uh, and they are not related to hip hop. They're related to all sorts of different genres. Okay. I want to ask you them and see if you know what they mean. So what what does Pleasure it mean when I say the term chops? Chops. chops. That person's got chops. Mm-hmm. It means it means they 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 they've got a confidence to the way they play. They um like, I, I and I and I say I pick my words carefully when I say this because I don't think it even really means that. Like you don't have to be an amazing player or some sort of virtuoso to have chops. I I think it's more like um. It's like, oh wow, that person's got chops. Like that person can hold a tune. That person is surprisingly good. Is almost, okay. I think, is mostly when it's used is when you more are surprised by someone's playing level. It, interesting. I I view I put chops. Too much, I know I put too much thought into that. I, I view chops as technical ability. Yeah, that's so right. That, I'm with you on that. But so, you, and, but it originates, I think, from jazz musicians. When you have the chops, they mean the musculature in their mouth. To continue uh, playing, that makes perfect sense. As mm-hmm. as a former trumpet player, mm-hmm. I am very familiar with how hard it is. Like the, the 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 amount of sort of mouth muscle you have to have to contain to sustain not only playing for hours at a time, but playing the high notes that they play. Because the mm-hmm. higher the note, the more stress it is. If anyone knows how a, a brass instrument works, right? You're oh, stressing sure. your lips more, and so I I can I can only imagine that makes perfect sense. So, Jared, what does it mean uh, to be in the pocket? In the pocket, by the way, this is perfect, too, because as I mentioned, we have a snowstorm today. And today's Wednesday, which is when I usually do my piano lessons. But um, I couldn't. Uh, I, I, we had to cancel it because the roads were pretty, uh, pretty gnarly. So um, this, is, this is my piano lesson <laughs> right here. There we go. In the pocket, I, I didn't know that was a musical term. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a sports term, and I even would go one step further to say I thought it originated from pool. It could be. for could um, be. football. One of those two. I, I would say more pool seems more realistic. But, but it actually, f- from my knowledge of it, it originated it with jazz music. Okay. Because in football, though, football makes sense, too, though, because there is, like, where the quarterback, when the quarterback hikes the ball, oh, they I thought you, stay sorry. in the pocket. Uh, I've been living in the Czech Republic too long. I immediately <laughs> oh, thought, thought soccer. soccer. No, no, no. I, I meant in football soccer. when they hike it. For there's right. like the quarterback a the defense, has the pocket. The defense mm-hmm. makes like a circle around you, which they call the exactly. pocket. And ideally, exactly. that if defense is good enough, you can stay in the pocket for a little bit of time. Right. And so I thought it was a sports thing that meant either either you're you're like hitting it good with pool and you're just hitting uh, uh, you know hitting a man one after the other, or staying in the pocket in football, American football. Right. But it could um, be. I mean, could be a jazz. Uh, what, what would what would jazz? What would the jazz reference be? Would it just would it just be that you're just like killing it, like you're in yeah. the zone? Yeah, I think okay. it means like you're really um, in the pocket. Is it's like when when the rhythm section is locked in and it's a unit. When you, can, when everybody in the band is rhythmically in a groove. Can you think in a groove? Can you think of um, 
sometimes when like in your playing career when when you've been like oh like this is where you've just been really feeling it because I can certainly oh, think of sure. times where I haven't where I've been for like sure. this could use some more practice before I've we got even, to this point. I've even felt in the pocket when we used to play with uh, Chris Blaker and uh, Randy uh, at our oh, fraternity. Did it probably help that that like the stakes were so low and it was a pretty comfortable? I mean, it was all just for fun, setting. for sure. Exactly. Like yeah, a, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the pocket is basically yeah when you're just everybody's grooving and you in don't have zone. to worry about anybody messing up. Like it just seems like it's everything's just it's naturally going as it should be going. Yeah, there's a level of you're simpatico. Everyone is simpatico. Exactly. Exactly. So Jared, all right, we've talked about a couple of them. What is an axe? I don't mean to chop wood. Uh, an axe. I don't know. Can be in, in rock music. It's the the term for a guitar, right? Oh, Let me grab oh, my yeah, axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I guess I did know that. In jazz, though, you can really refer to it as any instrument. Like, let me grab my axe real quick. Let me grab my saxophone, my drumsticks, my whatever. If the saxophone person is that lazy that sax is too long for them and they need to cut it down to axe. <laughs> Let me grab my ex. <laughs> right. That's true. That is true. So, Jared, um, you've been studying piano for a while now. Uh, so, see. So I want to give you some terms, and I want you to explain them to our listeners. So, Jared, do you know what adagio means? Adagio. I've heard it, but I don't know what that means. So adagio is a slow tempo or slow speed. Okay, I, I, you know, it's funny. My, my teacher just gave me a, a piece of paper, or last week that had like every speed. Because Adagio is the slowest I ever see is probably going to be, um, uh, Andante, which means what? Slow. Yeah, Andante. Exactly, moderate. Okay, Andante. I, I believe it literally means like a walking tempo or walking yes. pace. I've heard mm-hmm. that said a lot, yes. Okay, good. Can you send me that, by the way? Like, take a picture of that piece of paper with all the, the different yeah. times. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because my, my music terminology is getting rusty now that I'm not reading music a lot. Um, so that'd be great to review. So, Jared, what is a cadenza? Oh, man, you're really embarrassing me right now. A cadenza. I, don't, I have no idea what that is. So a cadenza is an like extended a, uh, solo... At the end, usually at the end of a concerto. Oh right, uh, yeah okay okay. So so it's like they sort of leave it free and say do a little thing here, exactly. make it nasty. Ex- exactly. It's lit. Put, put, <laughs> exactly. Put a little slime on it. Do something with it. Exactly. <laughs> As Todd exactly. Glass says, don't make a meal out of it. Right. That's that's true. <laughs> All right, Jared. You should know this one. What's a crescendo? Is to gradually uh, increase in volume. Decrescendo? Is to, or diminuendo. Okay, good. Both of those, both decrescendo and diminuendo mean the same thing, which means to slow down in in volume. Or Or getting getting softer. Yeah, slow down in volume makes no sense. What's uh, Dolce? Dolce and Gabbana. Are they the ones (laughs) with the racist uh, blackface? Or that was Gucci. I, I have no idea. You didn't hear about that? Uh-uh. There was uh-uh. this sweater. I, I, it was one of those two. No, that was just... H&M, wasn't it? No, 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 no. This is more recent than that. You're thinking of okay. like the smartest monkey on the whatever. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This this right. this happened within the past. It was Gucci. So okay. Gucci uh, made a turtleneck sweater that was an all black sweater. You Google it. Just just Google blackface sweater. It'll come up. Oh, oh God. And I'll explain okay. it for the people. It's a it was an all black sweater and um it was a turtleneck, and if you flipped up the turtleneck, it it um it covered your oh, nose. No. And your uh, and your sort of the, oh, no. the bottom half of your face, no. but it left us opening for your mouth with sort of lipstick on it. Oh God! And especially if with the pictures of white people wearing it, it looks just like a it looks just like a a black like like someone's in blackface. Uh, why, like, why would they do that? That's just so stupid on so many levels, dude. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, and and so they um they obviously um. Uh, on black Twitter, and now actually not even just black Twitter, everywhere people were like, uh, "Are you trying to like uh, like <laughs> like piss people off with this?" <laughs> right. Uh, Whitney oh Cummings. I'm, I'm not gonna look for it, but she had some funny tweet about uh, how about we stop trying to make a like. Oh, she said, and now it just seems like clothes companies are in a competition to see who can make the most racist uh, piece of clothing. Because there's some other one that right. I don't remember. There's oh, some for other sure. one that came up too. For recently. sure, it's true. Anyways, dolce. What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know. To be performed sweetly. Dolce means sweet, sweetly, or mm. delicately. So, oh. for example, when I play classical guitar pieces and it says dolce, I play closer to the to the neck of the guitar because the sound is softer and sweeter. Mm. The closer you get towards the bridge, it's a little bit more um, harsh, a little bit more, yeah. Well, it's, there's there's more play in the string, so you're getting a stronger, a stronger uh, like sound out of it. Right. It's more I'm brassy, assuming, more harder when you're closer to the bridge, but if you move closer to the neck, it's definitely much sweeter or dolce sounding. Okay. Uh, good. What's forte? Forte is loud. Good. Are these these are all Italian terms, right? Yeah, yeah. Most most musical terms are Italian. How do they get? How do they get that? I have no idea. Because, I'm surprised I it's mean, not German. I mean, there are also German terms, but even even in a lot of German music I've read, they'll use Italian terms as well. Mm-hmm. What's a motif? That just seems like the standard. Right. A motif. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that? I almost feels like it's like like an intro of some sort or something. Uh, I mean, a motif is is usually like a. It's like a, a sequence of sounds. I, it's shorter than a melody, but it's like a sequence of sounds that will reoccur in a piece of music. Oh, so maybe a phrase, for example? Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, that's good. Definitely a phrase. Uh, okay, let's see here. So Any real, real yeah? quick, mm-hmm. while you're doing that, uh, so, uh, we don't, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't figured out a way to do this, this chart thingy, but I just want to name some of the least used words in hip-hop that make me laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah let's do it. So these are some of the least. Then we'll get to the most used. But these are some of the least used. Emptiness. <laughs> okay, interesting. There's uh, the odds of it not being in a uh, hip hop song is thirty five to one. Hmm. Uh, okay. Desire, surprisingly, broken, heart, cried, mountain, alone. These are all terms you will not find. Okay. Uh, the the ver- not you will not find, but your very low likelihood of finding. Now these are the words that uh, the odds. Are the highest of the the odds of them occurring in these odds that I'm telling you are the odds of them uh, occurring in a hip hop song versus any other genre. Right? Can you you I, I, you're not going to guess what number one is, but I want you to just take some guesses of what number one could be. But you're not going to get it. 
Gangster? Uh, no, but that's a great guess. Gangster is... It's got to be on the list, right? You would you would think. Yeah, Gangsta is number 24 on this list. Okay. Finna? <laughs> Finna's not number one. Uh, okay. Let's see. What's number one? Number one is Chopper. <laughs> what? Chopper. chopper. Yeah. Why Chopper? Uh, because like bragging rappers... about having a helicopter? Well, yeah, but I think rappers brag. I've definitely heard songs. I know some... Um, some Pusha T songs about uh, the Chopper. Okay. Uh, number two is one that makes more sense than Chopper to you, at least. Uh, stunting. Stunting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stunting. Okay. Number three is... Uh, flexing? Is it... Oh. Ooh, all right. Number three is flexing. Right. shizzle. <laughs> number four is a... Um, is a uh, is a term for a a, a a a term that a rapper would use instead of dude, probably in the south. Dog? No, but that's good homie? guess. Homie. Dog is on the list for sure somewhere. Not homie either, but that's also a good guess. I, I have no idea. It is Maine, not ah, man, but Maine. Maine. Hey, Maine. That's a good one. Yeah, Maine. Okay. So I'll just go through some okay. of my favorites. We don't have to do this for the whole list. Trapping. Homie, ballin', realist, snitch, goon, click, blunts, <laughs> rapper, right. obviously, that makes sense, swag, gat, rep, shooter, West Saeed, homeboy, <laughs> stackin', Nina, <laughs> beef, gangsta, bro, dope, stripper, clip, hood, coop. <laughs> I love okay. this list. Biggie, Nike, shout out, reppin', reppin' the Nike right, right here. That's right. In the coop. <laughs> Pull up with my Nike in the coop. Um, <laughs> like I said, I translate, no, like a translatable mixtape coming, coming at you. <laughs> Pimpin'. Tech? That's interesting. Pimpin'? No, tech. Oh, maybe they mean like tech nine. I don't know. Benz. Yeah, I have no idea. Hustle. Def. Mac. Yup. Project. Stash. Slug. Poppin'. Groupie. Squad. Squad. Rack. Okay. A rack. Do you know what a rack is? Isn't, that, uh, isn't it like a bunch of dollar bills or no? I believe a it's bunch a specific money? amount of money. $1,000? Yeah, I think it might I be no $10,000. Ten th- oh, all right. No, it's $1,000. Uh, really? All right. Dropped about 100 racks. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, stack, strapped, flex. Actually, oh, excuse me. That was the safe for work version. This here at the Untranslatable Podcast does have the E. Should we go through some of the um, not safe for work? Go for go through a couple, yeah. Well, obviously the N-word's on that list. Sure. So throw that in there. Actually, the list is pretty much the same. Oh, no, there are some different ones. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Even I was like, oh. <laughs> By the way, the N-word's number four now. <laughs> okay, okay. And they put N-word. It's hilarious. Uh, hilarious. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> they have ho. That's number eleven. Bitch. That's fourteen. Pussy. I hate that word. Seventeen. Motherfucker. What, what? What else would you say though? Would you say oh, vagina? Yeah, no. uh, box. That's what old people say. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Motherfucker is nineteen. You're, okay. Um, stripper is thirty-two. Stripper is not safe for work. I might have said that right, one before. Apparently not. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there are a couple. Uh, so it's just oh, and fucking is in there. So yeah, just some swear words right, and the n word. That's nothing shocking. Enough. 
I found that very interesting though. To, to just that have is it laid interesting. Out like that. That's for sure. This is like a this is like a science book for rap right here. Yeah, it's sweet. I've I've seen it as well, but I thought it was too sciencey, so I actually closed that tab. But it's yeah. even broken down by like hundreds of rappers that are most commonly used words. Right. Like yeah, th- it's pretty amazing what they've done. Someone's got way too much time on their hands. Right. That or they really have a dying passion for hip hop, which is That's great. That's true, and I appreciate it. Oh, for sure. But today, for our song of the pod, we are switching gears completely. Yeah, we've done a lot of American stuff. We got to get back to our exactly. our untranslatable roots. Exactly. So, what song do we have for our <laughs> listeners today, Jared? So this one is by a young lady named Astrud Gilberto. I mean, she's not young anymore, but yeah. Right. She's probably dead. Um, that's terrible because I have no idea. Once again, this is more of those made up facts that I uh, that I have. Uh, but yeah, she's um, she sang a. Um, oh, she's a very lovely lady. She uh, is not dead. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Astrud. She's 78. Okay. She's Brazilian, and she's a samba and bossa nova singer. And this song is called um, the One Note Samba. When I heard this song, it immediately was reminiscent of something to me, and I could not place it. And I kept mm-hmm. thinking samba, samba. And then I thought, I know exactly where I heard this, and I want to play something for you. So okay. where I heard this, this doesn't really matter where I heard it. I'll explain where I heard it, but no one else that's listening to this will know. It's from a podcast that I enjoy, and they do a segment on their podcast, and they play this as background music. This song? No, a version of or it. Some, but let me okay. show you how close it was to the point where it was driving me insane. And because this is... Like uh, the the version I and and so the the version I have and it's called uh, Bossa Nova Hold Music. <laughs> okay, that's like what the, that's uh, he always because he's talked about it on the podcast, and so this will give and let me listen to it and tell me if I'm wrong that this doesn't sound very similar yeah. roots. You're listening to I like this though. it does it does sound similar yeah uh so uh i think it's because of the bass you think that might be what it is yeah but But, this song with astrud gilberto she adds the added um quality of her voice which is very nice and I love this. I mean, this song is, is is so soothing, you know. Like this is great. Um, this is great music for. I'm gonna say party, but I don't mean like if you're having a rager. Right. I mean if, if, you have, if you're having a, a classy affair. If you're having the kind of party I have, a soiree, you know, a dinner party. Yes, thank you, thank you. See, this is why you're invited. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I can be invited to your soiree. You get it. <laughs> yeah, this I is. I would bring the music, music, and this would be on the playlist for sure. Can I offer you a nice Chablis? Oh, this is only cost me about two bucks. This table is a nice red oak. It was reclaimed wood from the hurricane in Haiti. I know, terrible, terrible. Do I have to wear a bow tie to your to your soiree? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. You'll come. You'll be like, hey, Jared, I brought you uh, this wine. That was very nice. Uh, just throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> 
Thanks. <laughs> my favorite. My dog is looking to get this uh, <laughs> Would you enjoy some pet eggs? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I do enjoy it, though. Have, have you, um, this was a recommendation from you. Is this something you stumbled upon, or are you familiar with I've known with about this? this song for years. I actually used to play it with a jazz ensemble. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, One Note Samba is a, is a great song. Uh, the melody is really cool. I really have, I've always loved Astrid uh, Gilberto's voice. She has like a really cool quality. Mm-hmm. I think most of our listeners or a lot of them have probably heard her sing on The Girl from Ipanema. That's probably the most famous. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably heard it. If, I've, if I hear it, I've probably heard it. Right. I'd sing it for you, but it doesn't do it justice, so oh, I won't. come on. Um, All the singing I've been doing on this podcast? It's because you... It's that's because you because you got it but yeah but one note samba by by astro gilberto is absolutely fantastic check it out especially if you're going to a fancy soiree uh mm-hmm. or if jared invites you to his soiree make sure you bring lucky. some great tunes that's for sure yeah um do you have a what is it i'm not looking at <laughs> i don't even know so this, i have a check word of the pod this for 70 episodes <laughs> right right i, I have a check word of the pod okay um and this one is episode related um and after i share the word with you i do want to do a couple words to review and practice with you because we are getting closer so right. before we get into that the check word of the pod today is capella any idea what capella means to sing or like it's a good guess I'm, a good i guess. wonder if this has any i just my thought is it had might have some relation to you know obviously acapella which means to sing um without instruments okay acapella without instruments what do you think capella means oh so capella is instrument it means band and check band. it means band okay mm-hmm. which makes sense okay I, oh uh-huh. so acapella is without band uh huh. Capella is that band that they there speak of. There you go. Of. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <clears throat> okay, Capella. Jared. So now let's let's do just a quick little check review. So uh, I want to ask you a few words and see if you remember them. So how do you say you please? Prosim. Prosim with an S. Very good. Ah, uh, okay. Prosim. How do you say Prosim. thank you? Uh, oh shoot! I know this is a tough one. I can't think of what it is. Yakuyi. Oh, right. I need to remember Yakuyame, which is thank you. Yakuyame. With a D, remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yakuyame. Yakuyi. That's a tough (laughs) one. Close enough. Yeah, yeah, that is a tough one. That quick Uh, turn, like that. I don't have enough to reset my mouth on there. Yakuyi. It takes some time, for sure. Yakuyi or ye? Yakuyi. Yakuyi. And how do you say yes? Ano. And no? Ah, oh, shoot. I Think of what they no. say in Germany. When they don't say nine, they say... Oh, ne. There you go. Good. All right. Now I'm going to teach you a couple new ones. Okay. So here we go. So um, I'll teach you the easier way to say this because there's other ways to say this, but this is the way that I said it before I learned the full phrase. Uh, platit prosim. Platit prosim. Well, prosim is please. Uh-huh. Platit, I'm going to assume is like check, please. Pay, please. Pay, please. Okay. Check, please would be uchet prosim. Okay. Uchet prosim. What was the first What was the first one he said again? Platit. Platit. But uh-huh. I could say either of those? 
Yeah, Uchak prosim, plati prosim. I might uh-huh. choose Uchak only because Uchet. it's Uchet. Okay, well mm-hmm. that makes a difference because mm-hmm. I was about to say my way to remember that would be Czech. Okay, well Czech is Czech, mm-hmm. but it's Uchet. Right. Uchet, Uchet prosim or mm-hmm. pla- platit pros. pros. <laughs> See, I remember platit, platit because pay starts with P. Ah, platit okay. prosim. And the Platis last one I'll teach you today, which you'll need to know when we're in Prague, is yeshte jedno. Yeshte jedno. Another one, like another beer. Yeshte mm. jedno. Okay. Yeshte jedno. That yeshte one's jedno. one you got to remember. Yeah, yeshte jedno. Yes. Not at that one place, though. That's, tr- that's true. We go All to Chikarna. Yeah, the Chikarna. Is it Chikarna or Chikarna? Chikarna. When we go Chikarna. to the Chikarna, I just need to know proper uh, uh, coaster etiquette. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I'm You're drinking right. 11 beers and slipping on gator piss. That's right. <laughs> It'll happen. Trust me. I've been there. All right, Jared. Well, it's time for some jokes. And I got some good music jokes for you this pod. Oh, you've probably had these ones in your head for years. Some of them, yeah. So, Jared, why was the musician arrested? Uh, why is that? He was in treble. Ooh. I thought you're gonna. I thought you're gonna say his tire was flat, but why would that? Uh, were, but th- right. why would that get him arrested? Also, what kind of world are we? Oh, living that in? would be a good one. Like, why? Why was the musician late to a gig? Because uh, his yes. tire was flat. All right. There's a. There's an on the cuff original for everybody out I, there. That was, that was some good. That was some good uh, writing we did there. Rewriting there we, we did. <laughs> there we go. How many bassists? Does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is this is the second worst joke premise to why did the chicken cross the road? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the only good thing about this one is we can make fun of the Polish with it. Um, what is... Uh, <laughs> how many bases does it take to uh, screw in a light bulb? I don't know. What's the, what's the answer? It alternates between one and five. Uh, oh, because is that because they just play the dun, one and the five? Dun, dun. The, yeah. dom- the dominant and the tonic yep. back and forth. Yep. Yep. All right. So this this joke is a shout out to my buddy David. I apologize Why if I offend you, bro. Stop. But here we go. What's the difference between a lawnmower and a viola? Does he play viola? He does. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not talking about this. We're not talking about this, David. No, we're talking about that, David. Oh, I didn't know he played viola. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. How has that never come up? We've, we've never talked about it. But what's the like difference a, between a oh, lawnmower sorry. and a viola? <laughs> um, people enjoy listening to lawnmowers. Vibrato. Oh, can you not do that with a viola? You can't do it with a lawnmower. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> you, okay. You're saying you're saying a viola just sounds like a, a lawnmower with the with vibrato. I mean, I don't think that personally, but right. that it's was a joke, a joke these I are found. Jokes. Yeah, these, yeah. Are, these are jokes. These are jokes, people. <laughs> how can you tell when a singer is at your door? Uh, how's that? They can't find the key, and they never know when to come in. <laughs> uh, oh, I bet you... I, that reminds me... Um, I bet you there are a lot of great j- drummer jokes. Drummers are a popular group to make fun of. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, okay. So, uh, Jared, you may know this one, but I'm going to ask it anyways. How do you get a pianist to stop playing music? How's that? You Take told, away you their sheet music. Uh, yes, you mentioned that to me before, mm-hmm. and I was going to mm-hmm. say that, but I wasn't sure if that was it. Right. Um, okay, I'm trying to see if there's any others I have here. 
What do you call... <laughs> this one's bad. What do you call someone who hangs around musicians? Mm, psychopath. A vocalist. <laughs> that's the, that doesn't even make any sense. Do people really not consider vocalists musicians? Some people may not. Hmm. I say those people are crazy, but some people may not. That's weird. I agree. I think it's because people... People sadly differentiate the ability to play an instrument versus the ability to use your voice as an instrument as being right. something different. But being a vocalist theoretically could still involve having to know like the other aspects of music, like of course. dynamics and timing and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Of course. Yeah, I agree. Music is also not just playing an instrument, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, you know, and even, even rap music, I mean... I, not all rappers, but some rappers don't, you know, don't even sing. They just right. rap. But I still think it's musical. Um, well, they're still following a certain timing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The flow, as they say. Yeah. Or the cadence. Yeah. But the flow is what the uh, what the kids are <laughs> what the kids say. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Jared, it has become time to uh, give our listeners a quote of our pod, and this comes from the great philosopher Plato. Who dat? And it goes, music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. Mm. Including language. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this was a, this episode, I mean, I, that's just why you chose the quote, but it's a perfect example of that because, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of these words that I, that I brought up or that you brought up, um, some of them you know, the meaning has totally changed. Some of them, they weren't even words before. But like, they, they're just literally made up, like, words. Like, Shakespeare right. shit made up words. Oh, and some sure. of them, words of meanings have, uh, or meanings of words have completely changed, and it's added a whole new context to our language. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's the amazing thing about music and about lyrics. And we really hope all of you out there have been able to learn something new, um for our episode number 70, the different uh, slang and terms in music. Apologize to Jared for putting him on the spot with some of those musical terms, but I think he learned something as well, so it's a win-win for everybody. Um, yeah, so we hope you've enjoyed. Check out our song of the pod, uh, One Note Samba, by um, Astro uh, Gilberto on our Twitter, also our YouTube channel. And we would love to hear from you uh, some slang terms that you enjoy that originated in music or at least are used in music. And to contact us, you can reach us at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com, untranslatable1 on Twitter. Check out our account. Jared has a lot of great witty tweets going on on there. And also check out our poppin' Instagram, or as the young kids might say, it's pretty lit. Uh, untranslatable podcast. You betcha. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to hearing from you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuya Man. <laughs> <laughs>